Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Prepare at last his return. Your behavior, our Savior, discerns. Hello and welcome to Tribulation Farce, a Left Behind podcast, book two, Tribulation Force. I am your Tribulation Force, Tim Lanning, and joining me as always is my Tribulation Force, Jennifer Cheek. Hello everyone, we're, we're really fucking in it We're now. back, baby. <laughs> Guess who's back? Yeah. Back again. Yeah, that whole song is going to be here. Guess who's back? Back again. Christ is back. I was trying to make it work with like Nikolai Carpathia or like anyway Rafer, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to say welcome back to Rafer. <laughs> you have no, no, uh, rap, uh, no, opinions for him. He's so boring. Yeah, he's boring. In uh, like, yeah, ugh, Rafer, fuck. We have so many more books of these to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I think, I don't remember how long anyone but Buck goes, but I think. I'm assuming they all survive. I don't. To the I end. Don't, well, if you listen to these chapters, uh, that doesn't seem so certain. <laughs> so here we are in the beginning of the second book, Tribulation Force. Obviously, the uh, the inspiration for our name and the reason why we're like, are we allowed to call it? That? Yeah. Well, we changed the letters, so it's fine. And I do keep wanting to call it Tribulation Farce. Yeah. Uh, I. I th- I, th- I think that's better. I think we almost called the podcast Tribulation Force. We did. We did. We almost straight up just called it the Tribulation Force. That's us. You yeah. Know what I'm we're the Tribulation Force. <laughs> so it's been several months. Uh, we've done a couple of bonus episodes. Yeah. We've done a, a handful of uh, Patreon exclusive yeah. things over at patreon.com slash content hole. Thank you so much, everyone over there. We have a, a rad community doing cool stuff, have a Valheim server and all that things. We're recording this on April 11th. 411. Is that something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know these things. I don't know anymore. And it's April. It's April. It's so April. We can't 2023. Go back. Can't yeah. Go back. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I feel like we've been very busy the past few months. Yeah. So I, we wanted to do this like a month ago. And then it, we just kept having things to do. Mm-hmm. I keep having to do work at my job. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of. The Greens Adventurers Dungeons and Dragons podcast Kickstarter kind of set us back a little bit. That also, we were, we recorded an entire weekend. Like a lo- like a long weekend of mm-hmm. audio for that, which I think people are gonna love. Uh, but yeah, we were, we were we were busy. So anyway, we're back into it now, baby. I'm excited. Can I can I say overall though? I don't know these these chapters. These were, chapters are boring. They're fucking boring. <laughs> I was like mad about. It. That's why I was like when Tim was reading out in the back deck, and I I went to chill near him, and it was killing me not to be like, why are these chapters so boring? They're so boring. Like what the fuck? I mean, but, but and yet. I have so many pages of notes about it. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Since you were super busy with a project and you 
typically you make the notes for the yeah. show. I I offered to help, but I'm glad I didn't because I would have no more. I would have none of these. I'd have been like, they just say some nothing shit. Happened. Nothing happened. Well, Bye. and that's the thing, like, because when I finished reading it, because I always my first read through, like, I go through an underline and mm-hmm. like kind of try to note important plot beats and then I flip back through it to make the notes and like mm-hmm. when I finish reading it I'm like what the fuck are we gonna talk about it <laughs> but then like once I went back to the notes like there is stuff to talk about it's just it's kind of hard to come back from the yeah. drama of the previous book when a when a, a Nikolai Carpathia did right. a double murder in front of everyone and hypnotized and everyone hypnotized so now that it's back to like kind of like normal stuff, it's like mm, it, 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 we, we've boring. entered a, a weird section where we have to treat it like a normal book. And they're all Christian now. Yeah, so it's just like ugh. Well, we, I mean, some of the Christian bit means they they feel guilt and emotions. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they do. We do get more into the whole uh, one more religion, mm-hmm. like that shit. But, like, nothing exciting happens in these first two chapters. Right. In book one, they come out with a friggin' blast. Yeah, well, because it's the, it's the rapture, which made, mm-hmm. it makes sense. But, yeah, it's book two, not as exciting. Not as exciting. That they, makes sense. They also started with a little, like, prologue to remind you of what happened yeah. in the previous book, which made me laugh. Yeah. Um, But it, it at first I was like, I almost was like, I don't even need to, I don't need to read this. Oh, I boy. just read this. But, of course, I did read you it. You have to. And uh, it did remind me that it has only been two weeks yeah. since the rapture happened. That, that blew my mind. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I feel like it should be at least a month. Not that that makes any difference, but two weeks, that's zero time. Carpathia, he's just going so fast. He literally, I don't know. oh my god, yeah, he's going so fast. I, I just don't think we're ready for it, you know, our, our structures. What are you I mean, do? maybe that's the thing. Like, it, it's going fast and, you know, these first chapters are kind of slow. And it's like, listen, you're going to be glad of those slow chapters because it's going to yeah. be so chock full of, of drama later. And I'm curious if they're going to do a time jump because what the f- fuck are they going to do? Because they got, don't, aren't there like ten books? Yeah. Oh, but you're right. Like I was like, well, they don't need to do that. It's like, wait, if the, if the first book was like two weeks. <laughs> then yeah, they must. The everything. Or they have to yada 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 some stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I, three months later. In my opinion, all books have time jumps because <laughs> if it goes the next day, what happened like, down the night? Yeah. Okay, but the thing is, unfortunately, actually, Left Behind does not do enough time true. jumps because <laughs> it just like next chapter is immediately where we were before. Yeah. Like, guys, really? Come it's on. not a time. It's a time jump if the person says they're about to go to bed and then they show up somewhere else. That's a time jump. Yeah, yeah. But if you yeah. mention that they're in bed, that's not a time jump because right. we can. You're telling. You're saying they're there. Exactly. Um. The other important thing that we <laughs> were reminded of in the prologue is that if all the the prophecy shit you know goes away that they think it will that mm. only one of the four members of the tribulation force will survive the next uh-oh, seven years uh-oh who's gonna die it is very convenient that there's four of them so they can literally be like oh god yeah three and four of us are gonna die yeah that's that's why you should always have four friends because that's how it usually works out yeah well it's like well one out of four one out of or three a group of four friends yeah 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 um I don't know who survives because I didn't read. The I don't book. remember. I yeah. don't remember at all. As, it kind of doesn't matter because they're just gonna get sucked up to heaven anyway. Like, <laughs> so it's like, what's, what's the difference? Yeah, and, and I mean, I hope some of them die in like a cool way, though. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like we're so far out from that. I'm ready to get to that. shit. I know. I know. It's like, but hopefully this book is where it starts to get interesting because they did start talking about a bunker, an underground bunker yeah, in this, which I, I was like, like let's go. Let's I like go. that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I don't like it now where they're just like we're having Bible study meetings and Buck is moving into a new apartment. <laughs> like, oh, bored. I need more. And anti- you know what? That's what it was. There was zero Nikolai. 
in these chapters. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's bad. Yeah, but. that's why it's bad. It's only good. This is like how I watch Star Trek. And if Spock is not on the screen, I'm like, I'm bored. What is this? Well, what's the point of all this? What's the point of this? But the second that Spock is back on screen, I'm like, Star Trek's the, the best show in the world. Yeah. My assumption is they're going to do a thing where it's like, we continue to do Bible studies. And um, <laughs> Chloe found a cheap way to get seeds. Can I just say that my brain uh, really just did a thing? Before we were recording this podcast, you guys, I was talking to Tim about wanting a Venom Nendoroid. And, mm-hmm. and then my brain was like, Nikolai Carpathia Nendoroid. Yeah, but he just looks like a white guy. Yeah. Honestly, you know who I picture in my mind? Mm. I picture uh, Akira from Part 4 of JoJo, the bad guy. Okay. Killer Queen. Okay. That's kind of like with my mind. Yeah, no, that's What that's he looks close. like, actually. That's close. So I, I should just get a Killer Queen. I should just or I should just get an Akira. Yeah, I was thinking And say the, that it's Nikolai Carpathia. Yeah, yeah. Just like cross it out. Get a Funko. They should do a Left oh. Behind series Left of Funkos. Left Behind Funkos! Come on, Bruce. Call Funko. Bruce Barnes Funko? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the world. Steve Blank Funko? The three most, the four most boring looking people on the planet hattie Bl- hattie funko blonde guy brown haired guy black haired guy girl yeah, yeah girl she's got uh her titties out probably oh yeah she's she would she, she sluts it up let's uh remind people sort of uh our uh you know because some people might be listening to this oh, one yeah, first totally. um for some reason but uh yeah we are husband and wife we live here in sunny st louis mm-hmm. jennifer went to harvard i'm a I'm a I'm I'm a, a humorist. He's a guy. I'm a Renaissance. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I went I went to Harvard Divinity School, so I, I studied uh, ancient Norwegian religions in undergrad. I was a religion major. I studied New Testament and Old Testament. Um, yeah, I, I studied ancient Greek, ancient Hebrew. Uh, so I, so I do have some credentials when it comes to this. Right. More importantly, though, Tim and I both grew up mega evangelical, reading these Left Behind yes, books, yes. and are now. Importantly, atheists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we are we are reading these books so that you don't have to. Exactly. These are a book club. You do not need to read along. And in fact, I would encourage you to not do that. <laughs> Jennifer uses her childhood versions that we got from yes, her house. Yes, I literally stole them from my parents' house and so that I don't have to buy them. I Google whatever book we're reading ebook online free <laughs> and download whichever is the first yeah. uh, uh, hit. Uh, viruses be damned, but, uh, that's where we are. I've read all of them that are black. I fell off somewhere and I don't remember. And it's been, I mean, I was young. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. I, I only vaguely remember like certain kind of large things yeah. about the plot. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's all basically new to me again. Although the general theology of it, I unfortunately know too well. Yeah. And when I say I've read all of them that are black, that doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because in the, the world of ebooks. Well, no, because they've changed the standard. Uh, what the covers look like? Oh, they did. They don't look like that. Oh. I'm pointing at Jennifer's book. Well, they look pretty sick because it's like a black cover with like like a glowing like red sun and like you know the like metallic. Yeah, like, they look raised great. like with the author's name mm-hmm. on it. But yeah, so so, so before the, so the I've read all the ones that are black, and then Jesus comes back at the end of one. Um, and, and the yeah. next one is white, and I haven't read that one, so I don't know. If <laughs> well, that as we discussed, because that sounds fucking boring. It sounds boring. That's like even, literally, what is there to talk about? Even as a super, what Christian, conflict is there? Even as a super Christian, I felt like that was really cringe. So I was like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to get into that. Yeah, exactly. Like, just no thank you. But I think there's like two other books after it. But unfortunately, now you are gonna have to. Because I think they go through the entire thousand years. Oh my! What? Are you kidding me? No time jumps. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. You I thought, don't. Know, I don't know, guys. I don't know if I can make it through that. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll the, see. it's the Boruto of oh Naruto my God. stuff. You know, <laughs> the Boruto no? of Left Behind. Where's my Naruto heads out there? <laughs> Chapter one. Aye. Or I mean, we said the prequel already. The, yeah, or not the the, the, the pre- prologue. Prologue and the prequel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> we start the book off right off the bat with Raver being fucking boring and annoying and mm-hmm. Christian at work. Mm-hmm. He is flying a plane and he cannot stop himself from proselytizing at his co-pilot. I didn't take a single note for this chapter because I kept waiting for something to deserve it. No, it, no, I, and it's actually really funny. The notes are very short for this first chapter <laughs> because I, like, they're not even a page. It's, yeah. It's not a full page. I think the, the thing to kind of think about going into this, if you are reading it, and I guess if you're listening we'll outline it more but it feels like there's two different versions of brainwashing going on here yeah where one is nikolai and the earth because everyone who do- who isn't a christian is like come on man whatever it ain't that big a deal um yeah stop jesus stop talking about jesus and the other one part of it is isn't buck great oh oh yeah uh, Buck is so annoying. He's so annoying in these parts. I loved him. Um, but yeah, uh, Rayford's co-pilot is not interested in being uh, being witnessed to, yeah. and I loved him for that. Uh, I don't know if back then, nineteen ninety five or six or seven, when this book came out, if there was weird shit about like don't talk about religion, like HR. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would think. Probably yes, and I do think that actually is probably it's like a reactionary thing against that. I actually want to read out loud a little part of this because Rayford is just like so egregious and kind of rude in this part <laughs> that it's wild. Um, so let me read here. Rayford repeated himself, pointing to the Bible. It had belonged to the wife he hadn't seen for more than two weeks and probably would not see for another seven years. As long as you don't expect me to listen before this, Rayford had been like, you might have read read this Bible or whatever. Um, Rayford says, I got that loud and clear, Nick. You understand. I don't care what you think of me, don't you? Sir? Rayford leaned close and spoke louder. What you think of me would have been hugely important a few weeks ago, he said. But, yeah, I know, okay? I got it, Steele, all right? You and lots of other people think the whole thing was Jesus. Not buying. Delude yourself, but leave me out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that he rocks. Nick rocks. He's correct. Um, he's bolder than I would be because if yeah. someone was trying to proselytize to me... Oh, I mean, it's pretty bad. You're stuck in a cockpit. You can't. Because I was gonna be like, I would pretend I need to go to the bathroom. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go shit for two hours. Yeah, Good luck. sorry. Good luck flying the plane. I like that. Um, he's he's like, I'm being a good boy and not bringing up religion. To my co-pilot and be like, is it cool if I read this Bible? This Bible I'm just going to read this Bible. I'm no just doing deal. my devos right now. I just, I'm just i reading the book of Revelation, which is full of prophecy, by the you way. Know, about what's happening now. <laughs> about what's way. happening. Anyways. The, you want to hear about that? Oh, I'm reading out loud, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was really funny to me. Um, it, and Rayford like, says like a little thing about, like, the only thing I care about is the Bible now. But then is like, mm, actually, I'm going to read the Chicago Tribune, though, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, and it was interesting hearing you read the the section out of your official book because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is confusing the way it's written in mine. Oh, it must that, be mine. It, yeah, it's probably all like broken up weird. Yeah, I don't have a lot of good breakup. I, I, I keep, I keep <laughs> no having fun, issues. No punctuation. <laughs> I keep having issues with um, – uh, my goddamn login to the St. Louis library. Oh no! I, I have it figured out, and then I don't use it, and then I try to do it. I, I try to do the final step, and it never goddamn works. So maybe I'll figure that out tomorrow. I will say also, you can't you. It, 
the Left Behind books are pretty easy to find in, in used bookstores. Mm-hmm. So if you're like around a used bookstore, like <laughs> I, I, I think I all the ones that I did not acquire from my parents' house, I bought from used bookstores. Got it. Um, because you know people are getting rid of these shits. So <laughs> God, on. this is this is this is weird. Why do I have this? Yeah. But yeah, the fact that like their conversation back and forth was like very stilted, and then quickly goes from I only wanted to read the Bible now. That's Chicago. Let, yeah, room. exactly. It was just like, okay, weirdo. That was honestly like my reaction to like many things in these chapters was, okay, weirdo. <laughs> was just a, a, a long, protracted, okay. No, it was like literally, I think in the notes I wrote like, okay, drawn out like that multiple times because <laughs> of people being weird little freaks. Yeah. So Rafer's reading in the newspaper about the quote-unquote murder-suicide that happened at the U.N. Uh, with Jonathan Sonical. Yeah, and I love that they pointed like, – so I was kind of confused if it was Ray – what's the word looking for? Editorializing or it was just common knowledge. It sounds like it's common knowledge where it's like Nikolai weirdly scheduled two people – to be the head of Great Britain or whatever, and then right. one of them killed themselves. Yeah, and I, that and it's like, well, it's a little strange that he did that. Whatever. Yeah, it kind of feels like people just gloss over that mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and Rayford has a, a funny little thought here. Tim, can you read this part? Bizarre as it might seem, Rayford Steele was one of the only. Rayford Steele was a was one of only four people on the planet. Who knew the truth about Nikolai Carpathia? That he was a liar, a hypocrite brainwasher. No, hypnotic. Hypnotic brainwasher, <laughs> the Antichrist himself. And I only say it because hypnotic is important. Hypnotic is a good word. He, he, he hypnotized. The Antichrist has hypnosis powers, just yeah. to remind everyone. And technically, Ray, you're one of five people on Earth that knows. Because Nikolai knows. <laughs> if he's the Antichrist, is a person. Thank you. Actually, does he know? He's, does he still? I think he knows now. I mean, he's got to know. know. He's he, got to know. He did it. He's like, I'm he doing. He did a. He did a murder. Yeah. He did a double murder in the UN. So I'm assuming at this, if he doesn't know at this point that he's the Antichrist, he's I like, got... I'm just, I'm just evil. <laughs> why just am I? Why am I covered in blood? <laughs> why did I kill my friend? <laughs> well, I'm, well, I mean, in that case, he knows it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then they there's a uh, writing notes for this was like very difficult because like they love to do like flashbacks like seated within things in mm-hmm. weird ways but Ray has a little flashback where he's thinking about the tribulation force meeting and talking about how they're not sure if Carpathian knows that Buck was not really brainwashed which is weird because Carpathia explicitly edited Buck out. So, like, why did he edit Buck out of the memories of everyone? Right! That's a great point. He must know. But that is a plot point, is, like, does the Antichrist, my friend Nikolai Carpathia, know? And that comes up a couple times during these uh, first two chapters. And it's like, bro, he edited you out. Yeah, no, that's a, that's obviously, like, he must know. And that's he why he know. got, like, demoted and sent to Chicago. Yeah, because he wasn't there. That was right. the whole thing, is that he got, yeah, he got demoted. Because like, I can he kick your did- damn ass. He didn't go to the fucking meeting, supposedly. Um, but also, I think he, like, ran out. So maybe Carpathia is just, like, covering his damn bases. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, and then at the end of this section, 
the co-pilot is like, do you want to uh, uh, land the plane? And River's like, uh, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. in charge of the plane. So I'm, I'm going to land the plane. I'm the captain. All those motherfuckers behind me, I'm in charge. Even though the computer will do it for yeah, me, I'll do it. I'm like, oh, okay, Rayford, we All get right. it. You're, you feel a burden to take care of other shut people. I'm, shut Rayford, the fuck up. Rayford, I know you didn't write this book, but shut the fuck up. Rayford, I know you're not real, but if you were, I'd fucking kill you. Stop thinking this stupid <laughs> shit. You Shut up! You you don't get to see the kingdom of heaven. No, you don't. Uh, you're gonna be stuck in a thousand year of hell mm. on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell hell's real. Hell is real, and that's where Rayford Steele lives. All pilots, actually, I believe. All pilots go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, Buck is trying to get settled here in Chicago, where he's been exiled. Such a weird turn of events. Yeah. Um. This section talking about like the ways this book is misogynist. Insane, man. So crazy. We meet Verna Z. So we, name. We've actually met Verna before. Yeah, we did. She was the assistant. To listen to Washington, who mm-hmm. used to be in charge mm-hmm. of the Chicago branch. Yeah. Which, again, this makes zero sense. <laughs> the assistant to the head of the branch would just become the head of the branch. Right. I mean, I, I thought that, too. And then I was like, well, the left behind just happened. So maybe that was an extenuating circumstance. And like, yo, we just oh, lost a fuck ton of people. It's a different job. Again, yeah. sorry to, like, I can't let this go. It bothers me. <laughs> um, but... Verna is written as, like, now that she does have this, you know, this position that she's, like, I'm in charge. Yeah. She's trying to, like, lord it over Buck that yeah. she's his boss now. She's a boss bitch, a girl boss, all those she's things. She's a girl boss. She uses Ms. instead of Miss or Mrs., which I'm, like, th- they're obviously putting that in there to mm. be, like, this evil, this evil shrill woman. <laughs> Who goes by Miz. So Verna <laughs> is being a huge bitch <laughs> and is like, oh, Buck, you're here. Well, I wasn't ready for you. So you're going to have to make an appointment. Yeah. As, as it's very <laughs> clearly set up she's that she's just standing and staring out of her window in her big ass new office. But the other thing, too, is Buck is a full week early or something crazy oh, he, like he comes that. on Friday. He's not supposed to show until Monday. I've decided that's a full week early, <laughs> even though it's pretty clear it's Jennifer's correct. <laughs> Which I found out later. I'm like, why is that? What is this? A time jump? Uh, so it kind of makes sense that he just shows up. And he's like, hey, boss, I'm ready to be told what to do. He's like, bitch, you don't start till tomorrow. Yeah, like, what are you doing? But she she basically kicks him out of the office and is like, um, a secretary, I need – who has spiky hair, by the who way. Who has spiky hair, which I actually thought at first that it was Verna with the spiky hair, which would have been more like mm-hmm. she's, she goes by Miz and she has spiky hair and well, she's a bitch. Well, because in the movie, we're like, is this girl here that we're seeing Verna? But like, you know, again, the movie's not canon. So. I have honestly almost completely forgotten the movie already. Yeah, same. Except for like the final scene where they're in the cr- the room and the shooting is happening, mm-hmm. which is very sick. That's, that part was sick hilarious that she's like all right buck you cannot go see your freaking cubicle alice cannot see you yeah uh alice if there's any appointments i would i'll I'll see buck he's like okay you're free like set something up for 20 minutes so buck just sits there and they start like chatting him and alice because buck has all the charisma yeah and and everyone's just falling all Mm -hmm. over me so funny and smart but miss z She's she's not she's not falling for his damn tricks. No, she hates him. She shrilly like yells out like stop stop talking. Yeah, which <laughs> stop imp- having fun out there. Which implies that she can hear outside her office, thus invalidating the entire reason one might have an office. 
Mm. How is she able to hear everyone so goodly? Tim LaHaye, you dumb bitch. He doesn't know how offices work. He's like, I only know about planes. Tim LaHaye, have you ever worked in an office? Like, because I feel like he's always been like a church man. So he's probably just always worked at the church. Yeah, he's like, my <laughs> office is the Lord. My office is the Lord. <laughs> I have one room here. Um, so yeah, she makes him wait for the appointment. And while he's waiting, Buck has this thought that just like absolutely flabbergasted me, <laughs> which is that at least he was in Chicago with the only people he knew who really cared about him. Bro, Bitch. your family's literally alive. Yeah, later. And your the, dad and brother are alive. Yeah, but they're not Christians, Jennifer. So who cares about them? Uh, later, next chapter, Rayford's like the three most important people to me. And like, dude, you guys are in a fucking cult. You li- you just met. Yeah, this is cult shit. You're this building is cult shit. an underground bunker <laughs> together two weeks after you met. Two of you are about to like start hooking up. Yeah, this is uh, this is super cult. This territory. is a cult territory right here. I'll tell yeah. you that much right now. Uh, the book does a thing here that make pisses me off, where it does like <laughs> a we just go to Raver for like a second, which is what they did all the time last. He book. is so annoying. Uh, he lands in Chicago and Chloe's there. Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. They're gonna the, the, Bruce, the pastor of New Hope Church, has called an emergency meeting of the right. tribulation force for because tonight. Alice, the secretary, is like Buck. A bitch called for you. Yeah. yeah. One of your bitches. One of your bitches call. And he's like, huh? Cool. Okay. And then we're like, I bet that was Chloe. Right. Hey, t- right. Turns out it was Chloe. It was Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, like, Chloe's calling and then she has Raver call. We're, blah, blah, blah. we're on to you. Then I didn't you. even, like, put in the notes. It's, I like, started to him. I'm like, oh, and who gives a who shit? Who fucking cares? They're, they're doing, like, weird, like, we haven't said we like each other. And so we're, like, being really weird about how the way we interact with each other. Yeah. Like, the the non quote unquote moving plot forward a uh, bit of it is a hundred percent Chloe and Buck being like ooh should I should I love in the tribulation because if we if we don't you know we're gonna pine after each other and, and have lust yeah and then exactly. we're just gonna fuck and then you can't jerk off because God right. hates that yeah. too I was curious they should have a jerk off scene pretty early. They should- Imagine. That's my question. Why? Where are they? Do, how? Where? How are they getting from place to place if they're not saying it? Yeah. What happens when they sleep? Are they jerking are off? They jerking out? Are they pissing? Are they pissing? Are they, are they shitting? We know they eat. They do eat. We know is, that. And they, you know, we're yeah. obviously joking about like you know. Oh, I read media, and if I see a train coming at me, I, I'm afraid type shit. But like. <laughs> They do slow down often <laughs> to go through the most boring it, logistics. It's like this truly – needed an ed- editor very badly. I wouldn't be surprised I can, if I can they, help with this. <laughs> in Lost, there was people – since in Lost, there was only a handful of guns. And mm. then slowly but surely, they would get more guns. Like, where do they come from? <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> the, the guns are, like, fucking each other and having gun babies. And uh, uh, that's very ignorant. Um, and, <laughs> and there was, like, someone whose, jo- whose job was literally to track the guns. Oh and be like, all right, Sawyer had it. He lost. It. Kate oh, has so it. Funny. They find a new one. So Sawyer actually has a backup to. one. No, I know. So Sawyer has three guns. They shoot four bullets. We're out on this yeah. bullet. But you don't like make that part of your media. Like you do need to keep track of these things. Yeah. You don't have to tell us about it. Right, exactly. Like, just get them there. And in this book, they're like, they're eating, they, they, they got a sandwich. What? Can I be, Shut up. Can I be honest right now? Mm. This reminds me of the way that some bad fan fiction I've read is like, like just a lot of like, 
okay, they did this, and then they did this, and then they did this. I'm yes. like, I don't Can I give the care. book its flowers and I, the fact that, like... Yeah, let's hear it. The fact that it's bad is that it's good. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, well, Because yeah. it's just like, I'm just reading a dumb book, right? Yeah, no, no. I mean, it is like a quick read. Yeah. Like, it's a quick-ass read. Everything um, negative... Not everything. Negative. I assume it's at like about a third grade reading level. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Is like a lot of the negatives. Not all, not all of them. I almost said all of them, but a lot of the negatives we're saying actually makes it an easier read. Which is why it was probably it's so popular. Bad. It's a. It's negative. It's negative on every axis. But you take that negative on every axis bowl yeah. and you shave it on top of the blooming onion, which is this delicious book. Wow. Of like, yeah, it sucks, but it doesn't get in your way. Yeah. You know? It it just slides down your throat like. Like all American food covered mm. in grease and microplastics, you know what I'm mm. saying? Um, and I appreciated that. I really appreciated the. This is an airport ass book written by an it old really white man. Really is an airport. Let's give book. it. Let's give it up for them. Can though? we give it up for the? Because <laughs> again, like Tim Lahey came up with this concept, I believe, while he was on an airplane. Like, so, man, I'd be fucked up. Damn, right? I wish I had a cool book to read while I was on this airplane about about the rapture. I wish. <laughs> man, I wonder what would happen if he like thought of it when he was like, I don't know. At a, a Golden Corral. And then Rayford is just a manager at the Golden Corral. At the Golden Corral. Corral, but instead because he thought of it while he was on the plane, mm-hmm. then that's a bad pilot. Because then Buck has to interview the manager of Golden Corral and be like, <laughs> this, everyone everyone respects this guy. Yeah. And, and we all have to read like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we respect true. The, the manager of the Golden Corral. So, yeah, so, so Rayford calls Buck, lets him know about the emergency tribulation force meeting. And then Verna finally meets with but, Buck. And it's just so stupid because, like, they take – it's not that long, but again, when you're reading it, there's so many times they have to be like, they call here, they do this, yeah, no, they do like, that, right, they no. do this, they they call, they set this, leave a message, they do this, and maybe it's because you know we love answer machines back in '97 or <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. But like, it would have been so much better if Buck just fucking got the message from Alice so that Buck could just smirked. keep talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, then he could, and we could introduce the Chloe shit here, and it would be like a, a, a fun distraction. I mean, I guess there was a little bit of the, like, he was using Alice's phone, and Verna was like, oh, we'll get you a phone soon. So, like, I guess that was, like, kind of a, like, his shit's not right. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. No, it would have been better the way you said it, for sure. Um, Verna is going into this meeting ready to just absolutely bust Buck's balls. <laughs> yeah. She fucking sucks, but if we put on our, uh, Absolutely 110% glued on Buck hater hat. Oh. You can kind of get where she's coming from oh, no, I slightly. Had, he deserves it. She's a huge C word. Yeah, she's a huge C word, but Buck is so fucking annoying. Yeah. That like probably Verna's like really nice to everyone else. Except for that's not true. I think it's very implied. I think she's it's not. very implied she's not. That she's like one of those people that's like, I, I have gotten a modicum of power yeah. and I'm have already gone crazy with it. Because she's kind of pissed at him for a couple of reasons. One, everyone that knows him is because he's so good and popular. Right. But when he's uh swung by Chicago previously, he was like, What the fuck are you doing? Let's in his room. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, yeah, like, so they already got off to a bad foot. Yeah. And so she's and, like ready to put him in his place. And the way that, you know, this book and these series writes women, and not just women, but, like, non-Christians, too, at the same time. Or yes, any, yes. Like, 100%. there's always – you know very quickly who's good and who's bad. Yes. And, and again, there, we're, we're there, thankful for that. Yeah, there, there's no uh, shade of gray and in these things. It, it, would have been, it, would, it would have been more interesting if Buck was shitty to start off with – but he wasn't. Right. He got pretty shitty. He did get shitty. He, well, he got reactive. Because yeah. she, she was being, I mean, she definitely was being. Like, oh, yeah. She was uh, digging at him. I I'm, I never want to defend Buck, but, like, 
he he went off in the appropriate way and brought down the managerial class, and I respect him. Yeah, that is true. Like, I'm a comrade, and in this situation, yeah. I don't like the boss. So he's our comrade mm-hmm. right now. Not for long, though. Yeah, he moves to the suburbs. Yeah. So, yeah, she's all like, hey, hey, smart boy, you're not going to be riding your big flashy. Hey, worm. Yeah, worm, you're, you're my bitch now. <laughs> you're not going to be writing cool stories anymore. I'm going to make you do a story on... My feet. I'm boring shit. I'm boring You'll shit. You'll do whatever I tell you to. You, and you're going to sit I, at this desk that sucks ass. That's dropped, where the coffee pot was. I dropped this. Yeah, man. She said, said <laughs> the, it's so obvious. And then, like, this whole th- Buck starts, like, losing his mind. Laser, the cat, stop. Laser's being. Stop. Guys, can I be real with you? Laser's been very bad he's for the so past annoying. 24 hours. He, he was being such a fool last night. And mm-hmm. now he's in here acting a fool again. Yeah. Update since last season. Uh, we let the cat sleep in our bed. Yeah, it's most. It's been mostly fine, but last night was not good. Not laser good. was being very annoying. I think, listener, it's because Laser was asleep on the couch, and then he woke up at like six a.m. He's like, "Oh, like, hello, where's people? Hello, it's people time." I'm, uh, I'm awake. Anyway, he's a little prince, and he refuses to uh, go under the blanket. I had to yell at Jennifer this morning. He would not stop backing me in the head. You gotta throw and him. asking. Let me under the blanket. But but, but then I but then I open the blanket, listener, and he's like. I don't know. And listener, I'm there trying to sleep, and you hear pop, 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 and you feel the vibrations. And we don't need to get into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I will try a different method. In my defense, he was bapping my head so much. It was yeah. very annoying. You got to punch him in the head. I can't. He's a little guy. <laughs> He's my little prince. Um. So, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. What, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Anyways, they oh, argue, oh, and the whole yeah, thing is like. It's so stupid. Like. On the way out of the office when uh, uh, Ms. Z is going to show him his shit-ass cubicle next to the coffee pot, she's like, uh, 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 yeah, you might have a computer in two weeks. Or, oh you know, you, you can go uh, cover the local hog farm. Yeah. And then uh, – <laughs> She's really enjoying it, yeah. which honestly, oh, yeah. like, she should. At this point, yeah, she's so bad that it's like, man, whatever. I got to give it up. And yeah, like, even Buck is talking to the secretary being like, hey, some of my stuff is being shipped from yeah. Chicago or from – New York and, and whatever, so Mike comes through here, can you help me? And he like, just pauses to say that when Werner just like screams at him across the office, like, follow me now! Mr. Do it! Do it! And it's so bad. And yeah. then they're like going back and forth, and he's like, bitch, call Stanton Bailey. Yeah, 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 like, call him now! Call him now! And I kind of forgot where they left off with Stanton Bailey, and I was a little nervous. Right, so like, oh, Stanton's gonna be like... Yeah, keep him in the corner. Yeah, of yeah. Because uh, Buck's in the shit house. Shit house. Parentheses. Chicago. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't too he's sure. Been ba- he's been banished from New York City. <laughs> um, can I bring up one thing that happened in this section that's important to me? Buck, because Vera is like you. You. Everyone needs to call me Miss Z. And mm-hmm. Buck's are like, oh, aren't you worried? That sounds like Missy. <laughs> like you've got to get a weird dig and like a weird sexist dig at her. Like, okay, Buck. He's right to say it. Ugh. Um, meanwhile, now, again, going, going to a very quick stint over to Rayford again. Hey. <laughs> he gets a call from the, the chief, the king of pilots, the chief pilot. I, I had to read this seven <laughs> times to figure out what the fuck this meant. <laughs> Who is this? Um, and the, and the guy is like, hey, man, you gotta stop witnessing at you work. You gotta okay? shut the crap up, stop you weirdo. Stop talking about Jesus, you freak. It's annoying everyone. I don't care. I'm not gonna put Jesus freak in the podcast oh my again. God. But 
I go mean, back to when I did that. Might well, need to. I might, I mean, Could you do like a really like melted like crispy version of Jesus? That's Freak? what I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I took Jesus Freak and I didn't want to get a copyright strike, so I found the, a really fucked up version. Um, made it like lo-fi and then stretched it and then <laughs> yes. brought it, saved it and then brought it back, slowed it down, saved it, then re-uploaded okay, it. Okay, personally, times. I don't it know sucks. why you would not include that again. I think that we need. I don't know if I have the file. I've been telling Tim we need to get a soundboard for this yeah. podcast. I think we should get because Jesus Freak would be something from but that we, would be a good soundboard sound. I mean, you're not wrong, but we would want, have to guys, do it Guys, I just want to I just want Yeah, no, it would have to be live. Exactly. No, no, I want access to it. I want to drop the soundboard. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I just really want to see. We'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the 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 king of pilots is like, "Stop that." <laughs> and, and 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 he says like basically implying like if you don't stop him, I have to write you up. And and Ray for can you read this part for me, please? Write me up. Did I break a rule? Violate procedure? Commit a crime? This part made me so annoyed because it's so like, is it a crime to try to spread the love of Jesus right. to other people? Like, it, the, yeah, it is actually. And this is where <laughs> I, 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 uh, you know, why I brought up before the global, um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, uh, brain hypnosis domination. Yeah. Because the fact that like Rayford was just lightly annoying meant that and this is going to happen th- – we, we talked about it before and this will happen through all the books. And it makes some amount of sense from, you know, obviously where they're coming from and because there are no Christians left. All Christians got yoinked and now all yeah. Christians are just new Christians. So everyone left is already a bad person. Right. Um, but this whole vibe of everyone is like so shitty. Yeah, like, all the non-Christians so quickly, are like evil. Which – Makes sense, but even now, when Christians, you know, are so bad and everyone fucking hates them, we're not that bad to I, them. I'm you know? sorry, like, as if the world would not be made immediately better if <laughs> if the rapture actually happened and the people who believe in this yeah, actually were and, and as we've said before, the podcast is a staunch believer that all religion should be illegal. Yeah, sorry. That's what I'm saying. It should be illegal. Mm-hmm. It, is, I, it is against the law. Rayford. It's insane. It's against the my way, law. It, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's insane. They it works out this way in the book, and it's a really easy crutch, and it will continue on in the most cartoonish ways because we're not in charge. Because no. if we were in charge, Jennifer, then it would be worse than this, and, yeah. and it would, the book would be much more interesting. It would be. Um, so at, at the end of it, the 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 king of pilots is like, okay, dude, like. Are you going to stop? Because this could seriously, like, cause you to lose your job. Mm-hmm. And Rafer's like, I'm going to think about it. It's like, oh, gosh, darn it, Ray. Don't <laughs> make me do this. Come, Come on. on, Ray. Just say what up. We can make it. I need someone to I learn to fly a 757. <laughs> yeah, but a, lot of, a lot of plane talk. Yeah, you know, like, Tim LaHaye is, like, freaky. He's obsessed with planes. Or or Jeremy Jenkins. I mean, yeah. they both are. I mean, if we had the soundboard, we'd hit the plane button. Don't sure what that would be. Might just be a really loud, screeching yeah. plane. And then after a couple comments, like... We will like, no longer this. be using we, okay, the soundboard. We, we Thank you. We are sorry. Uh, so back over to Buck and Verna. Buck is trying to stunt on Verna by being like, oh, you want to call Stanton Bailey? Well, I have his direct after hours line. Have you ever done this at work? Me? Yeah, like if someone's being shitty to you. Oh, I've definitely stunted on Yeah. Yeah, when they're like, oh, yeah. should we call the manager? Let's do it now, bitch. I mean, I haven't done like that, but oh, I definitely – I have But I like being shitty like when people are like in a in a like – Per my previous email, or like mm. attaching things kind of way, Word. or like, but, but 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 trust me, listener, more subtle than that. Like I I I, my craft of hate is more honed. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I've literally done the like, 
Oh, you think the manager will be mad? I don't think so. so. Let's call Tina right now, Sarah, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. That's real. That's that's, those are real names. (laughs) That's real. I don't live in Boston anymore. I don't give a fuck. I hate you so much. (laughs) So, yeah. Tina agreed with me. Yeah, no. It was... She said that hiring you, Sarah, was one of the worst things she ever did. Wow. Wow. Uh, Maybe don't yell at me for taking a shit. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So, so Verna is having this conversation with Stanton in her office. Yes. By herself. By herself. And Buck and the it's secretary. private as hell. Private. <laughs> Except for Alice's <laughs> secretary, who also hates the wretched Verna, is like, hee hee, I'm going to help you eavesdrop. Because <laughs> I have this new fancy phone that mm-hmm. allows me to listen in and they can't hear us. So we overhear the conversation with Stanton Bailey. I thought it was lightly clever. Now, that was fine. Yeah, that was funny. It lightly doesn't make any sense because they've implied that Verna can hear through the wall super easily. Right, so, so could she not hear herself talking? Unless they had the, the phone up to their, their ears Maybe between them, possible, Maybe regardless. But it is technically a clever way to hear the conversation, and I, I gotta give him props. Yeah, that part was good and funny. And yeah, basically, Stanton's like, listen, just leave him alone. Let him work from home. I'm gonna still give him his assignments. Yeah. Just don't deal, like, remove yourself yeah, from and, this. And, and she's like, hey, he needs to apologize. What, he didn't touch you? He's very insubordinate to me. <laughs> like, oh, did he, like, freaking grab your ass or, yeah, you know. Yeah, on you, you big you. old smooch. And she's like, no. He's like, good, well, you're a dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was you, like, shut up. Now, uh, uh, this is not your decision. <laughs> if your emotions are getting in the way, oh I might God. fire you. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. And he, I did like the way I thought that he handled it in a, in a good shitty way where he was like, yeah. are you really asking me to like adjudicate this uh, like person at like, mm-hmm. you know, personal like disagreement right. with, like between you two, which I feel is a really good way of just being like, you're being a little bitch baby right, right. now. And, and this is the part where I'm like, Buck is also able to hypnotize people because Stan doesn't know Buck can hear him. Right. And, and like, he also, he gives Buck everything he wants because Buck is like, I'm not fucking sitting in this cubicle by the coffee machine. I'm just yeah. gonna, I need know, my I, fax machine. I need a computer. That's I, huge. Yeah. You know, friggin', uh, uh, I'll just be, I'll just work from home. This fucking sucks. I'm, I have respect. I'm not gonna take this. And she's like, you better watch out, you dumb nerd. And he's like, I bet. <laughs> and Stan's just like, do whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. No, she didn't. She that did not turn out well for her. Yeah, but she doesn't know that Buck hurt her. Yeah. So she comes out and is like, "I decided that you should work from home." Yeah, it's very, very funny. Like knowing ha- having hurt. And he just kind of like smugly looked at her. Okay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then you know. And then the chapter ends with Rayford and Chloe showing up to New Hope Church. For the emergency tribulation. Let's go! Emergency meeting. Wait, I said emergency twice. It's really an emergency. Emergency emergency meeting. Let's go! I I, I love, like, number one, why was this here at the end of this chapter? It should have just been moved to the front of the next one. They're better, right? Number two, like, they're like, okay, this is really important that we get this in in this chapter. Um, Bruce looks fucking older than he is. Like, they've (laughs) got to get a dig in. Like, Bruce looks like shit. He's eating a sandwich. (laughs) He's, is he, I don't even remember that. He ordered a sandwich. Oh, okay. Well. Buck and, and Chloe got one on the way. And I was uh, really curious. You mean Rayford and Chloe. What did I say? Rayford but and Chloe. Just because it's important it's that important. they're not together. And they're not eating together. Um, yeah. I'm like, what do they get? What? Yeah, tell me about your sandwich. <laughs> did you go to McDonald's? It's hard to think of Ray going to McDonald's. 
Mm, it makes me sad thinking about it. <laughs> and just like reading the Bible at McDonald's. You know, he's, he's got his little cup of coffee. My dad does that at Panera. I know. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his buds go to Panera and oh read God. the Bible. What oh up? Oh, my God. Chapter two. Ah! So, okay, again, we're – the last chapter ended with uh, with Chloe and Rayford showing up to the church and chapter two – Starts with bugs showing up to the church. Oh yeah. I'm like okay, okay. Why, why did you do this? Um, and Buck has a little like internal like thought process where like Rayford like hugs him and like <laughs> Bruce hugs him. He's like, oh man, this is like kind of weird. This is weak shit. Yeah, I don't know if I like this. Um, and Buck is a little stressed about the meeting because he's like, I mean, we re- we meet regularly, so the fact right. that he wants to have an emergency meeting, like something right. must be up. And I thought the same thing too. You were like, oh, no. Oh, let's hear What it. has happened? What exciting thing is going to happen in this chapter? <laughs> Turns out, nothing. Not, well, I mean, nothing we didn't know already. Like, right. um, in, oh, the other thing that's kind of going on in the back of, like, Buck's brain in this time is that he's like, man, I have a crush on Chloe, but... I don't think it's right to pursue her at the time yeah, like this. Yeah, she's 17, I'm 27. I'm <laughs> 27. Uh, no, I mean, she's no, like easily 19 or She's 20, 20 yeah, and he's 30, is, yeah. I believe. Or, yeah, she's 20. I think they confirmed that. Uh, he's a groomer and canceled. Yeah, he's canceled. I mean, we already we, – see, again, just retreading territory that mm-hmm. we trod last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a di- okay, Book has just really got a lot of like feelings inside of him right now. That's yeah. like pretty much this whole part is just Book is having feelings inside of him. <laughs> and I did like that later in this chapter, Rayford admits it. He's like, I'm all over the fucking place, man. Yeah, that is like, I, I, that I thought was actually good. He's like, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm angry. I used to think men who cried were bitches, but now look at me. I'm crying all the time. Uh, I'm crying for the second time in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in addition to being, like, kind of stressed about the emergency meeting and having angst about Chloe, he is also wigging out because he feels guilty because he eavesdropped on yeah. the conversation earlier. And, and this with, is, like... With, I already forgot her name. Uh, uh, Verna. Verna. I was like, Vera? That's not right. And this goes, again, to the the politics, the, the societal politics of the books, is this this idea that comes up, which is... Can you know? There's there's two things going on. Can you do certain jobs and be a Christian? Can yeah. a journalist do their job and be a Christian? The answer is no. Um, or, you know, unless they figure out some way to only tell the truth. Because Buck is like, I lied and all the time. Yeah, because yeah, to get you know to get in with people, like you gotta stretch the truth sometimes. You gotta get those scoops. And here's the thing: I was thinking about this. Uh, how is this gonna work out for them in this whole tribulation force thing? Because like you cannot tell me they're not going to be in situations where it's like, if you tell the truth, this is going to be dangerous. I think that explicitly comes up. Like, so they have to decide, like, mm-hmm. how to approach lying? Yeah. Yeah. I think their whole thing is, like, they don't lie still, but they, like, talk around it. I that. See, that is so stupid to me. It's like, yeah. you're essentially lying. You are lying. I have to By believe. talking around it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. I like, feel like, what is the difference? I like, feel like the vibe is a, a C or D tier ca- character is going to get shot in the back of the head with an AK-47. Because he, re- he refused to lie. And we're supposed to be like, damn, nice Wow, job. he's so – that's good to do, I actually. guess that's good. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I guess. So so we have – Buck shows up. We have all these internal, like, thoughts in his brain. And then the perspective switches to Ray. What did like, Buck eat? Buck is here. Yeah. What, Buck what did Buck eat? Well, I guess he didn't eat yet because the whole thing is they invite – 
him to dinner? But and... he's like, I ate. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what do you eat? Buck, what'd you eat? Did you have a, a slice of Chicago or, pizza pie? He said, I'm not hungry. He said, I'm not hungry. He got portillos. Oh, I would like to have that. Um, so yeah, R- Rayford uh, notices that once Buck arrives, like Bruce had been like pretty chill. Like, oh, hey, how are you doing? The second the Buck gets there, he gets really serious. Right. And it, like immediately is like about to cry. <laughs> And then there's like what to me felt like a several minute long like Bruce freakout scene. Where is he having Rayford, like a panic attack? Like yeah. what is happening? Because it's like he's not st- the way that I read it. It might not be true, but again, whatever. He's not stumbling over trying to get the information out. No, he's stumbling to be able to start it. Yes. So he's yes. just like freaking out, and then he. I mean, he does open it with like I just feel such a weight on my shoulders, specifically. For you three, yes, um, and like so, he, he feels so much responsibility. Yeah, he literally says, "I feel the press of God on me." Mm. Like, oh, okay, sounds gay. It's a little gay, but the way they, talk, but they multiple times actually in these chapters, there's like things, and I'm like, "That sounds pretty, pretty gay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buck is like. I don't want to fuck Chloe, but I, I do, but I should be wanting to fuck God. I already am in love with the Lord. And they explicitly say that word for word, which is weird. But, yeah, uh, they did say fuck, which I was surprised I was like, about. Whoa! Um, so while Bruce is, like, trying to get himself together, Rayford is, like, having this reaction internally, and he thinks to himself, before his wife and son had disappeared, he had not wept in years. He had always considered emotion weak and unmanly. But since the disappearances, he had seen many men weep. Yeah, and I'm I'm baffled by this line of reasoning because it makes sense. And are they trying to break down toxic masculinity? <gasps> yeah, right? Like, what are they? I think that actually kind of makes sense, though, because – the like this type of evangelical dude, they love to go to like men's conferences and like cry together. You're just talking about my dad. I'm again. sorry, I am what talking else? about your dad. Did, what else? Did your dad go to Promise Keepers? Oh yeah, he took me one time. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. Woo, my dad also went to Promise Keepers. But. My dad, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I like how my dad is is like this kind of because very touchy, very yeah, no, that's, that's, brother. That's a good. But it's uh, the thing is that I just I know that it's coming from the Christianity and I yeah. don't love that. Don't part love of that, that part of no. it. No, what are you gonna do? I don't like that. But no, I, I think it's um there 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 was a thing uh, Q and Anonymous podcast did an episode about this the mythopoetic man, men's movement, hmm. which was like a thing I believe in the nineties where it was like oh like men should be allowed to feel emotions and we're gonna go out in the woods and like be raw, <laughs> check each other like, off and cry. I mean, kind of Hell like yeah. it was a little bit like that, but it was, it's that weird thing of like. We're men, and therefore we cry together like men. I like, like that. <laughs> so that's kind of the vibe that I get. It's like actually, it's manly to cry. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so it's not like they're, they're not actually breaking down toxic masculinity. They're just like redefining it to to like work with Christianity right, better or something. Right, because the Rafer that insists on landing the plane is you know logically consistent with the Rafer that cries and hugs and eva- right. Eva- and right. evangelizes. Evangelizes. I said that word correct. Yeah, don't don't question it. Evangelizes. Um, so Bruce finally kind of starts to talk about it's like, all right, Jesus, <laughs> what is going on? And he says that uh, because so much is happening, he's been keeping CNN on all the time, mm-hmm. which is obviously not great for his <laughs> state of mind. Which is, guys, that's the same as now. So true. Being aware of the news all the time mm-hmm. is not good for you. I don't suggest it. I do it. 
Um, I'm not better off for it at all. Should we just have CNN on at all times? Oh my god, I can't imagine. That would be so annoying. We're an MSNBC house, you know what I'm saying? Mm, I feel like we're more of a get my news via people's substacks. We're a Hassan Picard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my news from Chapo Trap House Mm -hmm. and from QAnon Anonymous Mm -hmm. and (laughs) podcasts, you know, like a a true enlightened person. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, this is where yeah Bruce is all like, okay, I've been watching the news, everything's bad, and I really feel the press of God on me. And then he goes into like, guys, I'm so sad and lonely. My house is so empty. Sometimes I don't even go sleep there. Which is really <laughs> funny because later in the chapter they invite Buck to like live with them until he gets uh, furniture. Yeah, they like, don't say shit to Bruce. No, not even a thought. <laughs> like, like, oh, this is awkward. And it's like, ooh. Yeah, I do. I really do get the, the like, the, like, Raver's like, I don't ooh. like it, this. And the fact that <laughs> Chloe didn't jump in either is like, no, I'm good. No, I'm this is good. weird. They're doing the, like, awkward, like, barely touching someone, uh, Pat. Like, oh, they're there. <laughs> they do all touch him. They do, they do say that. Yeah. Um, but the good news is, guys, like, Bruce is so lonely and sad that he can just spend all his time reading the Bible. Hell yeah, now. that's a win, baby. Yeah, he's a he's fucking obsessed with the Bible. Uh, then we get a pivot to Buck's view, uh, viewpoint where he's also very horny for the Word of the Lord. Yeah, he's like, I am all about that Bible these yeah. days. They love to read it. Um, which is weird because it's very boring. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Can I say again, the way this is written, we we switch from a Rafer to a Buck viewpoint, but it's just Bruce talking. Whiplash. Like the whole time. So like we continue, Bruce, we continue to pick up on what Bruce is talking about. I'm curious about. if you think we got our first Chloe point of view later in this chapter. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. They think- refer to Rafer as dad for like oh. half a second. We don't really go inside her brain. I got no idea. Oh, I don't that. know. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm almost like, was this supposed to be in quotation marks or something? And your book, your version is too, <laughs> too jank Fuck. To, 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 you know, have the correct punctuation. Um, yeah. So, Tim, you're hearing this. This part made me want to K-word myself. This is what Bruce is saying about the word of the Lord. Bruce saith, now I know what people meant when they said they feasted on the word Sometimes I sit drinking in it for hours, losing track of time, forgetting to eat, weeping, and praying. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, all I gotta write about this word 
is Jesus, dude? Damn. Like, Keep some things private. Huh? Yeah, man. This nice. is like actually embarrassing. <laughs> you do not seem like you're doing well. I'm so low. <laughs> I mean, it is like, I mean, like, obviously, like, Rayford and Chloe have lost family, too, but at least they have each other. Bruce is fully alone with the Bible. Right. And, and, <laughs> like, that's it. And let us say, everything that Bruce is doing makes sense. It's just, again, the way it's written is like. It's just pathetic. Yeah. In this, in this universe, and they're like. Uh, uh, cross-world media promotion, like, cinematic universe, it's embarrassing. But yeah, it yeah. makes total sense. It's all realistic. But. I mean, having emotions is embarrassing. We can all agree that showing an emotion is... Having emotions, embarrassing. High showing them, even more embarrassing. It is weakness. It is yeah. It is cringe. It yeah. is bad. Don't you gotta lock it. it down. You gotta lock it down. Push it, push push it way down, man. Until it becomes a diamond inside yeah, don't. of you. It makes, it's your strength. And if your stomach hurts all the time... That's what alcohol is for. That's the emotions. That's the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so God is showing Bruce a lot of things mm. that he's like, mm, this might get me ridiculed and potentially killed <laughs> if I say this out in public. Which is kind of fun that he's going so hard. And oh, this, yeah. This is the closest this chapter gets to being interesting. Yes, 100%. Is, is when they go full prepper mode. Yes. And I, you know, from my memory, I really liked that aspect oh, of the books. absolutely. To the extent, I don't know if I've actually brought this up before, but as as a youth, based on reading the Left Behind books, I started to write my own book let's about go. a world where Christians were, were, were hunted. Jennifer, <laughs> I, let's get that out. Let's I, read know, it. I think I have it. I think Whoa, I have it. I didn't know this. It's only a few pages. It will be very embarrassing. I'm not sure how old I was. I mean, I must have been like I mean, probably like 11. I mean, I wrote 12. a book about how Blastoise was my friend, so okay, we're, we're equal. Um, no, that's actually way cooler than what I wrote. That is less embarrassing than uh-huh, what I wrote. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, he was all, my friend. All around. Uh, so yeah, I, I was, I, I, that occurred to me while I was reading this, cause I remember how excited I got about the, like, oh, they're hiding, and they're like, having to like, do schemes to like, get right. away from the bad guys. And that's why I'm like, they have to do a time jump, because it's gotta get so interesting the way that they kind of outline the, the, the shit, the cool shit. No, they're gonna, they're gonna like, lovingly detail how they use the Earth Mover to dig out space to make their underground bunker. I will not allow. They talked about it, so they, they went so deep into the plan, probably they were gonna do that. I I will not allow you to besmirch that section. Oh, I Jim loved it, of course. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, Why did Buck eat? Why did... Like, if you're going to Google it, like, have... give me all the details. Yeah, there's absolutely zero um, bit for the audience to, like, fill in, no. pun intended, no. for their bunker chat later on. Uh-uh. They're going to... You need to know they fought it out. <laughs> they yeah. fought out all the potential problems. Yeah, so, like... Uh, uh, Frickin' Bruce is like, nothing, nothing like explicitly happens. It's just that Carpathia is like, yeah, man, we're moving forward with our plans that we all talked about. We're moving freaking, um, the UN to the new Babylon. And, yep. and we kind of knew that already, but I mean, part of it tr- is like, they, the four of them knew because of Buck. And now that he's actually saying it, but again, a lot of the stuff was already said, yeah. like publicly. But I think that they didn't know the significance necessarily of these mm-hmm. things because they're not as deep in the word of the and Lord as Bruce is. I did like that Bruce was like, even if Buck's fucking lying about the UN yeah. thing, it, like he's it, clearly still, the Antichrist. Yeah, he's clearly the Antichrist. <laughs> okay, the big thing though that triggers Bruce freaking out is the talk on the news about like brokering a treaty with Israel. Yes. That that's the thing because, and we get confirmation here. Yeah. Yep. The tribulation has not started yet. Correct. It will start 
when a treaty with Israel is signed. Right. Because uh, last season we talked a lot about this of like, you know, it probably doesn't matter, but maybe it does. But maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. So it turns out. It doesn't matter. And this and this has come, came up a lot in like our Game of Thrones podcast of just like vaguely ruminating on like who should be king. And it's like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter, but like this, this opinion is totally wrong, but it's also valid. And I was curious if they were going to keep – that sword fluidity. No, mm, no, no, absolutely not. And I was like, no, it, well, that's the thing. Like, I, I find it very, uh, unlikely. Bruce, who has like no teachers here to guide him, is yeah. just like, I know exactly. But I guess, but I guess the pastor left shit behind. So like, maybe he's getting access to all the, all the crazy ass Tim LaHaye books right. that are, are, you know, Hal Lindsey, late great planet Earth, right. like whatever. And, and he's I, I guess this reading is a, the guidelines a there. plug for our Patreon. Yes. Um, or was that, was that, no, that was a free that one. That was a free up. Fuck. That was a free but we'll do more like that. Well, we only did it because of Patreon. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this and you have not listened to the episode we did about dispensationalism, you should listen to it. Get in there. It's the last one Get before this. Uh, it explains a lot about how this concept of the rapture, like, became a thing here mm-hmm. in America and became so huge here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty, it's a pretty interesting story. Yeah, and if you want to listen to Patreon, you can listen to Jennifer and I get really drunk and watch the, uh, Left Behind movie. Oh my god, we were like, I was losing my mind. <laughs> anyway. It sounds incomprehensible, but it's not our, it's not the, you, you're like, oh damn, they're drunk. No. no. We were. Well, we yeah, were. well I was, dr- I was drunk on the Left Behind movie. Also the Left Behind movie. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so the, so the, the thing that's really like setting Bruce off is the whole, like, the possibility of signing a treaty with Israel, because that is going to, you know, signal the start, the right. official start of the tribulation. And the reason why I'm kind of, um, being a little more critical here is because it doesn't matter being critical. We're not reviewing yeah, these books. Uh, but still, like, the, the, to nail home that it was boring is because Nikolai doesn't say anything. No. He just says, Stay tuned for an announcement about Israel. Stay tuned for an announcement about America. Yeah. So that's what makes Bruce have this spiral is like, fuck, they're going to announce the seven year treaty with Israel. And also, (laughs) which is the the stupidest shit in the world to me. They're like flipping through the the Bible and being like, America's not in here. That's weird. Oh my God. That part. I, I also was underlining that where Bruce is like, as much as I look, I just don't see the U.S. playing a big role in this. Which, like, you can find America in there, because there's, like, shit about eagles, so whatever. Yeah, well, okay, and also, like, motherfucker, if there is any kind of, like, evil, like, overall, like, apocalypse world government yeah. thing happening, you know America's involved. Yeah. Motherfucker. The CIA, the CIA is, like, freaking, like, sl- slathering, like, they're drooling, they're so excited. Oh, I mean, the CIA would never let this happen, which is why this... This makes no sense. Uh, bitch, the CIA would be like, we work for the Antichrist. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if they got rid of Stonegall and it was Stonegall and fucking J. Edgar Hoover Jr. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. What are you going to do? They definitely uh, But yeah, so that's kind of why it, it, it didn't bother me, obviously, but like yeah. – it would have been more exciting. Oh yeah! If 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 Nick if this was set three days from now and or like they jump forward three days and they were like Nikolai said this shit he announced it so w- things are moving quickly. Uh, but Bruce is very scared because once it's weird because like it's only been two weeks, so much has happened, but it's really being beaten home in in the book that they are starting at a loss. They are behind yes. the curve. They're behind the curve. Makes sense. And also, like the clock, once it starts, is like ticking down. Exactly. So anytime before 
this uh, uh, seven before this uh, treaty with Israel is free time. So he's basically like, we have to get as much stuff done before that happens. And motherfucker, once that happens, we got to go quick because yeah. that is when in eighteen months, yeah. something bad is going to happen, and like a fourth of the fucking world is going to be right. dead. Because remember, like the the judgments they kind of spell, spell out, uh, sort of like seventy five, eighty percent through in the last book. Basically, every couple years, months, whatever, a couple times, one-fourth of the planet dies. Yeah. So, so just like he's like cutting down, cutting down, right. cutting down every time. And the first time this is going to happen post-rapture is in 18 months. Um, You know, 18 months after mm. the, the – I guess the treaty goes into place. So we know – 18 months after the treaty happens, something Some fucked up is going to happen, happen in the book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, Bruce is like, I don't see America in the Bible, so... I, I, do you think they're going to get to that 18 months? I, better I have no idea on, where guys. the thing for which happens to America I, I <laughs> happens. Am, I am crying out for blood. I need to see uh, Havoc. Chekhov's bunker? <laughs> Please, yeah, give it to on. me. Um, so, oh, Bruce also points out that uh, all this shit is going down while there's like a meeting of the leaders of all the major world yeah, religions. Yeah. This is the part that is like the least believable yeah. to me. Because like, I mean, I think that even Chloe's like, what? Like these religions, like they don't agree on anything. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. And later in, it's weird, right? Because this does go along with the thing that I've been saying is how kind of broad and stupid they paint non-christians here and the whole vibe of like okay duh we're gonna have one religion just because the, yeah, the easy did it and one world currency but you know like jennifer said chloe thinks it won't happen and then later in this chapter uh uh ray is watching uh the news mm-hmm. and there is a news anchor like come on you know this, this, is, this, will, this is not gonna happen this will be nikolai's first setback yeah which i did appreciate at least yep. like just like oh they're it actually does make sense that they're not freaking out about it because right. they're like this is stupid and so never gotta give happen. gotta give the flowers there yeah i will i will give them that um <laughs> and there was a little aside here that i really enjoyed um which is they're talking about the whole like one more religion and Chloe's like that's like that's not gonna happen <laughs> and she says who'd fall for that and bruce is like scripture indicates that many will <laughs> <laughs> okay. um according to the bible a lot they will so why don't you shut up sweetie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean because you do need we, we say the best parts of Chloe is when she is the audience surrogate. Yeah, and just being smart and like, uh, what? That what? does not make any sense. But it is funny. <laughs> Bruce is like, man, motherfucker. Yeah. A lot. A layer gone too. So while Bruce is getting into this, Raver is internally freaking out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, oh shit, like, this is happening. Right. Rayford actually knew two people, Buck and Hattie. Who had personally met the Antichrist. How bizarre was that? You're right, Rayford. It's almost like you're in a book, you stupid It's almost bitch. like you're like one of the main characters in this you're book. You're in a book. Idiot. Idiot. You're ink. God, I wish I could you're punch so Rayford in the face. <laughs> they t- <laughs> they talked about times. his like uniform trench coat earlier. Oh my it's like, God. Ugh. <laughs> Do we hate Rayford more or Buck more? Ugh, I think I hate Buck more. I hate Buck more because yeah, Rayford's he's... more of a, um, a trope. Like every is like he does like a kind of funny like m- like middle aged dad thing. Yeah. And I'm like that's a dad thing. They're leaning into the dad thing for him, even though he's like even like 35. He actually kind of gives some like decent like advice to Chloe later in the chapter, which yeah. surprised me. Yeah. Or like was like he was not like being a freak no. about the fact that she has a crush on Buck. And I, I, you know, I will say that later in the chapter, once but went once Ray 
leans into being the world's oldest, like, 42-year-old yeah. or whatever. Uh, or I think he's, he's like, 45. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Because um, 45, 46, 47, around there, because they, I believe they said in the first book that they waited a little bit longer. A little longer bit, yeah, yeah, and, I think like, so. Like I said, Chloe's 20, yada, yada, yeah. yada. They, they, they really relegate him to... Uh, the, 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 the grandpa status pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, he definitely goes grandpa mode, which makes me like him better, actually, yeah. when he's grandpa mode. <laughs> We're, we like Rayford in T minus a couple paragraphs. Yeah, yeah, ish. exactly. Um, yeah, Rayford is like, okay, but like, we actually already knew who the Antichrist was, so like, why are you freaking yeah, out? Why are you so panic attacked, Actually, um, yeah, and this is where he clarifies, no, no, it's not about that part, it's about the whole, peace treaty being yeah. brokered. Yeah. And that makes sense. You know, it, I was talking shit about before, but hey. It, well, and I just want to like stress again here, like the whole like, obs- like evangelical Christian obsession with Israel and shit yeah. going on there. You got to listen to our episode well, about dispensationalism. We, we talk about watching it. about that. Was it Sopranos? That was talking about Israel? But- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was because it was uh, Hesh's, Hesh yeah. and his wife. Yes. So no, that was his, his, his daughter-in-law. His daughter-in-law. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was actually most really interesting because that was Quick, yeah, quick sidebar. Uh, in season six of Sopranos, uh, Hesh's, uh, son-in-law gets his ass kicked, or, and his daughter, not daughter-in-law, yeah. um, is like trying to help it fix out because it was mafia related. And then they cut forward a couple episodes later, and, uh, you know, I think Tony says something weird because he's in the hospital about Jesus and shit like that. And then Hesh's daughter is like, you know what? Evangelicals are, are really good to us. Mm-hmm. And was it Hesh that yeah, I says? think it was Hesh, yeah. He's like, it's not going to be that way forever. <laughs> yeah. No, because that's the thing. Like, if you just look at this very surface level, it's like, oh, evangelicals, Christians love the Jews. Right. It's like, n- only so far as things that happen to uh, Israel and right. the Jewish people will usher in, you know, the tribulation. Because I think she specifically says, like, uh, 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 Jewish people and Israel, and yeah. so that's why Hesh is like, like, "Oh, it's mm, not. It's you know, it's Israel." All that to say is like, you know, that was 2006. I think they explicitly said, "Yeah, I think so." Which is that was really was interesting. interesting. That got brought up. Yeah, like, got to give it up. And you know, that is obviously a very strange tangent, but like, there that is sort of no, really I, part of what we're doing here. I thought it was like kind of validating, actually, to be like, "Okay, they're saying this back then." Like, yeah. this has been. I mean, we all we know this has been an issue for a long time. But yeah, if you want to know more about why evangelicals are such Watch weirdos, season six episode. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't don't do that. Uh, but no, listen to the episode about dispensationalism because we get into it. So versus like, hey, since the tribulation's probably going to start very soon, why don't we start doing? Two-hour meetings Jesus. every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m.? That was crazy. Bruce, that's so late. Bre- Bruce, these people wake up at 5. What are you talking about? Maybe from 7 to 9. Maybe. Maybe. If you're telling me, like, do a thing till 10 p.m. every night during the week, I'm saying, fuck off. I mean, you did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? When we live in Boston. Podcast. I didn't do it every night. That's true. Not um, every night of the week. Yeah, I did like that. Buck and Rayford's like, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. I don't know if I and can do And then Bruce that. is like, whenever you can. I don't know. I got to fly a lot That's of planes. I got to write a lot of story. And then Chloe's like, I'm quitting school, becoming your disciple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she was talking about like, oh, maybe I should go to college around here. And Bruce's like, you should go to college here at the church. Yeah. <laughs> every, every 
weeknight from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> and I was like really awkward thinking about it because like Chloe's like, I don't have anywhere to be. But then later, and then, and then, like, and then she's just like alone and bruised right, in a Bible. Right. And as he's crying. I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm busy too, actually. Like, I, I got, gotta go. I got a thing to do. Mm. Um, yeah, Bruce is fucking serious about it this so Which again like, like if you're reading this as a christian i think that is more interesting it, right? yeah it is it's like we gotta go we are starting from it, negative five we if, gotta get up to speed if you take this book at like you know take it at what it's saying that this is real then yes this is the appropriate yeah. reaction to it yeah um the hobgoblins of evernor have the head start uh, so. yeah yeah uh bruce says we need to be starting new churches, new cell groups of believers. There is to be a great soul harvest. Maybe a billion or more. Soul harvest is the name of one of the books. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I literally don't know anything. It's green. I remember it very clearly in my <laughs> mind. It's black with green. That was cool. Uh, yeah, soul harvest uh, is one of the books. Um, soul harvest. Yeah, yeah. And he – so Bruce says that a billion or more people will come to Christ? That is a lot of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that is many, a lot. How many people are in the world? I think around this time, six billion. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess though, one sixth of that is not so crazy. But that's still, that's a still a lot. That's a lot. There are not that many evangelicals. There's a lot of them here in America, <laughs> but I mean, there's there's well, there's, in their world, there's like a thousand. But yeah, exactly. Um, and Bruce reminds, like, while they're having this conversation, it's like, hey, just a reminder, a fourth of the world's population is going to be wiped out by the sealed judgments hey, in Bruce, 18 months. real quick, um, there's four of us here. Why would you say that so <laughs> Yeah, why would you say one out of four? Could, you should have said another number, like. <laughs> and, and Raver gets, like, really bummed by this. This is still Raver's viewpoint. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to lose somebody else. I don't want to mo- lose Buck or the other guy. Yeah, and then, speaking of Buck, we cut to his viewpoint, and Buck has been taking notes to yeah. this point. But when this gets said, he's like, "Oh man, that's a real downer. I'm not writing this down. You know I'm gonna, I'm gonna stately close my book because this is too much of a bummer, bud." Yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay, Tim, it's your fucking part that you've been waiting to talk about this whole time. Bruce starts to get practical and talk about needing an underground shelter. Let's go. Which I honestly, I did love this part. That's great. Didn't need all the details about how they would You're trick wrong. people with You're the, the so earth mover stupid. and the, the like. What was he saying? Like putting a tank, fucking, a tank. <laughs> Uh, like water? a water tank, a big ass water. It was. It, you're right. It is dumb as fuck. It, it was like, well, we'll do this, so people won't think it's. Well, like, what you think what people you are saying? paying attention to your tr- like? No one fucking cares. Like, do you not just like drive around? And there's like a pile of dirt somewhere. It's like someone's <laughs> building. Pile someone's building something. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't. So, I don't ever think about that. They're going so deep on like. The thing that I okay, so they're they're gonna order a big ass water tank yeah. that's gonna be for the church, and they'll be like, "That's for the church." They're gonna get some dirt mo- earth movers, and they're gonna dig a hole, and be like, "That's for the tank." Then secretly, are they either a gonna build a tiny house down there? I mean, this or is- b are they gonna retrofit? I thought they were retrofitting the tank, but then like then we fucking do something else with the tank. No, but I think they needed water. I think they. I don't know. They I said electricity, water. Yeah, yeah. Yada, yada. Despite their plan being like too detailed for the book i still don't quite understand what they were gonna do much like i don't know what buck ate i have i don't know if, what they're doing with with the tank but the important part is they are going to build 
a underground bunker that connects to the church via a secret passage. They didn't have to say secret, they but did, they did. They did. They I, did that for us. They did do that for us, and I did like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> when Bruce starts talking about making this at first, Rupert's like, um, I thought we weren't going to like run away from this. And he's like, uh, bitch, we need somewhere to hide from the radiation and right. disease. Like, what? The radiation? And, and, okay. and it's, it's weird because like, I know it's coming. I've read the books. I also was raised Christian. So I know the various vibes, the bold, the bold judgments and things like that. Yeah. But kind of being in, in the COVIDs, it's like, oh, damn. You mm-hmm. got to – because it's like there's going to be magical disease just floating yeah, around, yeah. right? So it's it's kind of wild to think about, no, we have to stay down here to quarantine ourselves. Yeah. Not yeah. just from – the radiation made sense at the time. And I knew from like a, a – yeah, almost like a science fiction level when, when I read this when yeah. I was like 13 or 14. But think about it now, I was like, yeah, that's really fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> these books, wild. These books do get pretty fucked up. They do, I, and I'm ready for us to get to those parts. Because, yeah, like, a, a lot of people die and in some really insane ways. I'm so excited to read those parts. I was like, I've said this before, but I was like, I'm a Christian through and through, but man, do I want to be able to live to see those scorpion guys. It's <laughs> like, can I, like, just, just like, like, let me peer. Just, like, let me see for a second. Let's see for right. a second. There's both, like, um, scarabs that are small yeah. that bite you yeah. and kill you and then there's big dudes <laughs> that only Christians can see right yeah. oh my god I forgot about that but like old, the Christians are the only ones that can see yeah them. they're like uh, they're, men. they're like centaur scorpion scorp- men <laughs> I hope they like explain that the scorpion centaurs have like abs and they're like really sexy. They're super sexy. <laughs> they're yeah. Super sexy. And then there's like at least one meteor situation. Maybe there's definitely two. a meteor. They t- wormwood. They talk wormwood. about that. Yeah, Guys, I am so ready. Is for wormwood them. mammon or is that something? No, different? that's something different. I think, I think we had this conversation. Wormwood poisons. It's a meteor that like poisons the ocean yeah. or something. Um, yeah. Well, let's get to man. I'm so ready. I mean, you know what? Let's shit. skip one of those books. I mean, this book's boring. <laughs> let's go to the next one. <laughs> let's wait. <laughs> We gotta get to that book where a meteor made of blood hits the earth. Yes! Oh my god, that's what I'm looking for. Um, so they, they end their little meeting and, uh, Rayford and Chloe are leaving and Chloe's like, hey, Buck, like, you can come get dinner with us if you want. And he's like, mm, no, it's a waste of time to fall in love in the tribulation. <laughs> he doesn't say that out loud, but he's thinking that in his yeah. mind. Yeah. It's, it's, if, if I'm, am I leading this little girl on? Oh, what do I do? And, do and I then do? he, and then he has the internal thought that we uh, referenced earlier, which is good. Buck had already fallen in love with God. That had to be his passion until Christ returned again. Have we talked about on this podcast how my high school boyfriend broke up with me when he went to college so that he could focus on God? <laughs> and you think that you think he didn't do that? Well, wow, yikes. considering that he like immediately started dating another girl, <laughs> maybe God's like actually we cleared that up pretty quickly. Now, to be fair. Not the first girl he dated, but the second girl he, as far as I'm aware, is still married to her and has Well, children. it sounds like so, you're in the way of his, his walk with the Lord. I so think I right was. Way. I think that, like, he could tell that I was going to turn out to be a Jezebel. So your, he, had to, he had to get rid of me. Your wanton ways. Yeah, which was correct of him, I think, because I did immediately, like, start deconverting the second mm-hmm. I went to college. So that was correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do think that it's cool. That your previous boyfriends and suitors are such chuds. Oh my god, they're, they're all so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but like, not in a like, it's not like they were abusive, it was just like, 
mean, because I was like, they're not interesting. There's no, guys. they're just like weird, like dudes that I met in rural North Carolina. They're all bald men in North Carolina. Yes, you know what are you gonna do? Literally. Um, so we get, uh, we cut over to Rayford teasing Chloe a little bit for having a crush on I, this is, in, in this pulls lever, we like Rayford now. Yeah, I do like when he's all like, oh, like, what's going on? Because he enters this? cool dad mode. He's like, you should, te- you know, you're being, like, this, this is the part, and when I say the part, I mean the entire series probably, where Chloe is written annoyingly. About like, oh, I don't want to, you know, with daddy, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. But Ray is like, hey man, it sounds like, wait, what? He said in the letter that he's attracted to you? What did you say? Nothing? Yeah. Well, he probably thinks that he came on too strong. Yeah, no, he literally is like, he might need some encouragement, which I was like, I'm honestly shocked at that. Right. Because I feel like the evangelical mindset is very like, women do not make the move. It right. is actually, like, evil. Well, they do later say that, like, it would be wrong for Chloe to do something. And then Ray was like, yeah, we agree. Yeah, yeah so so, so I guess, like, it's but just that he's not quite as, like... Right, but it is her job to basically, like, while while Buck is doing the mating dance, she has to respond in yeah, kind. Yeah, she's, she's at home pining mm-hmm. and being sad and moping. Yeah, there's a part where she's like, I thought I was on his mind, Dad. Now I sit here like a schoolgirl, wondering and hoping. It's also stupid. Which I did like that she was like, this is dumb. Right. Why am I feeling like this? And, you know, pull the the Chloe lover that's not named yet. But, like, they say this constantly for for her where they go back and forth by by writing her like shit and then saying, isn't she she written like shit? Yes. Yeah, like, she's being like, I'm being stupid. Or I'm being so stupid. Like, (laughs) you're you're making her. Just because you say it doesn't make it that much better. So, yeah. So so we actually (laughs) – we, and this we, is the part where, uh, when they're going back and forth between the Travers, like where they, the viewpoints, it's where so they, um, call Rayford dad as oh. opposed to Rayford said. Oh, I didn't. I'll have to like look at it again mm-hmm. to see. But yeah, so while while this is happening, we're kind of like coming back and forth between Rayford viewpoint and Buck. Um, we 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 see that Buck has gotten to his apartment and he has several messages, but the most important one being. A message from Steve Plank saying that Carpathia would like to talk to him. Rutro. Wonder what's going to go on with that. Um, after he gets the message, like we we see, uh, Buck is laying in his new bed and his now new let's apartment. break this down real quick. Yeah. So it explicitly says that he's laying on his belly. Yes. Reading the Bible. So he's like a, like a teenage girl. <laughs> right. I, I honestly didn't like. I just was like, oh, he's laying on the bed. Because I, th- I didn't clock he's laying on his stomach. Because they say he's laying on his stomach. And I was like, oh, he's done. And then they they specifically point out he got done and laid on his back. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, is happening? yeah. I thought it was that he was just like laying there and thinking. But no, you're right. Like, was he kicking his okay, legs? Well, like, now, what was he doing? <laughs> they thought this was normal enough to include. So now put into your mind palace like Tim LaHaye doing this. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate that. Weird choices. Ugh, weird. I don't know why. But I'm just like, ugh. I don't. I don't know. And about again, this. like, we're we're joking about it, but they do very specifically like know where their characters are, what they're eating, and what their bodies not, are doing. No, I think they're doing like storyboarding and like yeah. figuring that shit out. So they must have cut out a lot of boring stuff. <laughs> um, and some of it just well, crossed his legs. They missed some of it. They use these it. muscles to stand up. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so after Buck gets done reading the Bible, which he fucking loves, mm-hmm. he obviously starts thinking about Chloe again, and he starts to pray to God. Mm. And he specifically like like says in his prayer to God, like 
is she too young for me? <laughs> Which I think is funny that they like keep bringing it up. It's like it was obviously like a thing. I, I think it was probably focus tested. Like, yo, that's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. Well, right? maybe you didn't need to make her twenty. Make her like twenty two, and then it's like make him like twenty nine and her twenty two. You, you know what? And that's like way less weird, right? And you know what's an interesting, more interesting plot point? Ray feeling trapped because they had kids so early, as opposed to the the plot point, which yeah. is we waited a weird time. Yeah, very strange. Very it strange. Just again, and yeah, Buck didn't need to be thirty, but also who cares? But it's also like a little like strange credulity for him to be such a like you know star reporter mm-hmm. at only thirty. Like and that's still pretty young, right? So like if it's if it's uh, baffling at thirty, it's more baffling at twenty eight. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, eh, I don't know. I feel like when you're, it's like, what's the difference between 28 and 30? Like. Two years. <laughs> huh. Okay. Two years. Um, so yeah, it, you know, while Buck is praying, he's like, I know that Chloe is attracted to me, but again, I feel conflicted about like encouraging this. And as he's praying, he like starts to like have like visions of them like married and like, or thoughts of marriage and kids, he yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't explicitly say he thinks of Chloe as his wife and them having children, but well, it's kind that's of like kind an, of implied. It's kind of like an A to B to C, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, well, maybe this is how God answers prayer, like, the way my brain goes. So he finally decides, he's like, you know what? And earlier, either Ray or him were like, wait, God is talking to Bruce? Yeah. What, what, what does that mean? So I think this is like a, a somewhat interesting way for them to be like – Here's how the Lord impresses This is how it works, you. exactly. Right. This is our philosophy of how people hear God. I think what, and I think what they're saying here, and I never like felt when I was in that mindset that God was literally talking to me. It was mm. more like my, my, the way that I experienced it at the time was like my internal monologue was like almost like taken over by God. Was like, like oh, this internal monologue is being given to me by God. Ah, it's weird that the thing I wanted to do. Yeah, was yeah, interesting, exactly. Interesting. I should have another Krispy Kreme donut. But yeah. except for like for me, it was less. It was less that and more like oh, all these like messages that have been drilled into your head forever. Mm. Like those are the ones in there. Like well, like remember like when we were reading my like weird journal. Like I, I'm being lustful and terrible. Yeah. So it was more like that for me and, yeah, and less like sense. validating. It's not God. It's the the guilt drilled into you by. Hashtag society. Yeah, it's like the evil demon in my mm-hmm. brain um, <laughs> that gives me depression and anxiety. So, so yeah, so after he prays, Buck is like, you know what? I just need to talk to her about it. Nothing to it but to do it, you know? And he's like, oh, it's 10.30 p.m.? Well, I'll draw a card. Which in my mind, that's crazy. <laughs> you don't call someone's house after Especially 10. for these motherfuckers who wake up so early. Yeah, in my mind, I think it's rude to call someone's house after, honestly, I don't want to do it after 9 p.m. After 4 after four, don't call me at all. I just think it's wild to call someone's house at 10.30. That's so late. I think 10.30 is in the hinterlands where you realize that it's it's uh, verboten but allowed. But in the world of landlines, like, you could be sleeping and then your house your house phone rings. That's going to disturb you. Yeah, it's think- actually, like, way less bad to do it on cell phones because it's like, well, if people are sleeping, they're putting on do not disturb. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever. But this is like, I'm going to disturb someone at this house right now <laughs> at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> There's about to be five ringing machines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he does call. And Rayford answers the phone, and Buck's all like, oh, is hey, going here? And he's like, oh, I don't know. She might be in bed. And then Buck's like, well, okay, just tell her to come back when she gets a chance. But, guys, Chloe was awake. She's like, Dad, why didn't you tell him I, that? Why didn't you tell him I was awake? And he's like, mm-hmm. 
Well, you didn't respond to me when I when I shouted earlier, so. And I like he was like maybe it's better than Megan White in the morning. Like I feel like Rayford's getting into the like strategy. This is of getting Buck and Chloe together, which it, I like. It is somewhat unbelievable how matchmaker he is. And I think he I, likes Buck a lot. I do like it. Yeah, like I'll, he I'll likes it. Bucks, and I think in this world he's like, well, I want my my beautiful daughter to have a Christian husband. Exactly. And I know those guys are Christian, and they like each other. Yeah. So. And and Buck and Chloe do get together, and they do have children, which is fucking crazy. Okay, I kind of forgot about the children aspect of it. Yeah, and, I'm, I, and I, was, I was trying to remember how that worked out because I was just like, get a vasectomy, okay, freak. Can I say something really awful Let's right now? It. Do I need to mute the microphone? Uh, not quite that bad, but okay. If you're going with the logic of okay. this world, Buck and Chloe, you have a baby. Why shouldn't you just kill it immediately and send it to Dude, heaven? I was in the exact same thing. <laughs> have a thousand kids, but and smash, just, just crack smash that, them. Smash them. Smash the baby's head against the rocks they're going like they do in the to, Bible. It's so much safer. Because it's like, yeah, something terrible is going to happen. To but them. that baby got and, sold. And if they're little babies, then they're not past the, the age of accountability and so they right. go straight to heaven. Because that's what I was thinking. So you should just kill every baby. <laughs> You're so right. I'm honest. I'm just being logical. Yeah, you get to heaven and there's 37 guys there. Like, hey, I'm, I'm your, an adult now. I'm your child. <laughs> I'm your child. Like, oh, like, wow. <laughs> why did you? Why did you throw a baby <laughs> off a building every nine months? That's insane. really fucking I'm crazy. I'm saying you should like, yeah, you should just like get yourself a fucking brood of children and I'm in heaven. <laughs> you're and not wrong. Everything you're saying is correct. I'm right, and no one should boo you because I, I was like. Because we were trying to remember if we're pretty sure Rayford gets married. Oh, again. he does. I, I, one hundred percent remember that. I even do. I remember. No, I don't remember her name. I don't know. I have no idea who it is. I remember. I remember what she looks like. I hope it's Earl. Um, but <laughs> like, <Rayford's> gay. <laughs> that'd be such a fun twist. Oh uh, but the vibe is like, are you not able to have? ghost kids in heaven so do you have to well because it's like well what do they look like up there like that becomes a whole like philosophical question of like what age are people in heaven like are you forever like a billion years old or are you forever a baby if you die when you're a baby like i think the concept that i was like when it came up was like no it's like you're some like perfect middle yeah like you just are age yeah right or maybe it's like not even like a thing like that because you're like a spirit for the most part it doesn't matter because once you hit after 25 it doesn't matter right yeah unless you have dementia then it's like well you don't have dementia well but i mean like what you look like don't don't you like isn't it a thing what i'm saying where it's it it matters less after 25 he's like oh well it's like the matrix you're gonna look like what you think you oh i see i see but if you're a baby then it's like but what did i look yeah you have to up upgrade them yeah it's fucked up anyways jennifer's right (laughs) if you're in the rapture just kill your babies just have like a fuck ton of babies and kill them i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying makes sense because the only reason you're having babies is to have ghost children in the yeah. eternal beyond. I mean, this goes along with my – the whole thing that like early on actually now that I think of it started to crack uh, Christianity, which is when I learned – it's like when I asked about like, oh, but like what if people have never heard about Jesus? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, you know, God will like work with them. And then I'm like, well, then isn't it better to not send missionaries out so <laughs> they just go to heaven? Right. Because then once they know about Jesus and they say no, then they're going to go to hell. That seems bad. That seems bad. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, like the way that my brain works on these things, Christians aren't really into my logic. <laughs> and I, I do think it's sometimes funny where it's like we try to drill home how how much of a normal 
and deep Christian we were, but then we're like, why doesn't everyone kill their kids or stop being missionaries? Or why doesn't George Bush bomb the dome <laughs> yeah, of Iraq? Exactly. Exactly. It's like, maybe, maybe you were like a little too, uh, uh into this. Yeah, and that's why you it, saw went, it went, you went like, we went like dark. Yeah, <laughs> went too far with you, it. <laughs> you took it to this logical conclusion. And that's not really what we're about. No, it was not good. It's like, wait, you were super Christian, but you thought, prayer was bullshit like whatever Mm. man people did it i'm not i'm normal yeah uh so that's basically the end of the uh, first two chapters yeah um um, honestly uh, although we've been talking for like an hour and a half pretty boring chapters yeah this happens sometimes on our podcast naruto review where the boring episodes are so long because we're just like going we're losing our minds right because it's just like oh this other stupid thing happened right and then on the really good episodes it was like it was sick when Arto kicked that guy, <laughs> It was guy, so right? cool <laughs> when they built their underground bunker. Right, right. So, yeah, we're getting uh, – I wish, man. I, I both wish and don't wish because I wish I knew vaguely what happens in this book – but the other part of me is like I don't want to be let down if there's not – I don't want to be let down if – a major U.S. city doesn't get obliterated. I honestly, I I think I'm gonna have to like peek. I think you should peek. I think I'm gonna peek and see like where we're ending up. Yeah. Because I have read this one. But I don't want to know. Time. But I guess I, maybe I won't. I won't say. But I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. As the person who makes the notes and like kind of you know, I just I just want to know where it's going. Because again, when and, we read these things, we liked them. But now we are looking back at after seeing the whole story. Yeah. And the shit we focus on are like blood meters. Yeah. Yeah. And them being shot in the head and the Korean guy that has to get the mark of the beast. Oh my god. That guy rocks. Um, very interesting. Oh man, I bet. Curious how the whole like Korean church thing, cause that is, there's like a, a pretty large Christian community in South Korea, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, we, we imported that shit there. Yeah, and I bet like as they wrote the books, like, bro, we gotta hit all these markets. Yeah, cause actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I believe that Tim Lee Hay had connection to the Moonies, like. Which are bad, by the way. Yes, they're not good. Is that um, the Shinzo Abe thing? Yes. The world's most uh, successful assassin. Yes. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Tim LaHaye and the Moonies. That, that feels like an episode at some point in the future. That's a fun title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he like actually kind of got in trouble because people were like, dude, yeah. you're working with the Moonies? I like, really? About that. And I think Shinzo Abe was like, whatever. And then someone killed him. Yeah. It's like, you allowed the Moonies to exist and it ruined my family's life. I'm going to build a gun <laughs> in Japan. and shoot you. And he did it. He did and it. And everyone was like, he kind of had a point. He kind of had a point. Kind of had a point, actually. Yeah. He, not uh, only did he show off how bad Shinzai Abe was, he killed him. He killed him. Is that guy dead or is he in jail? I think he's in jail. They should let him out. I think he's in jail. They should let him out. Uh, I feel like I was going to say something else, but man, I think we've gone long enough. Yeah, so we've gone a little just... longer than we expected, but I think because we're so excited to be back. Yeah, no, I am excited to be back. Uh, I I do want to get into the bullshit very yes. badly. Um, I'm tired. I'm a little tired of the like Chloe Buck. Like, mm-hmm. well, they won't. They. Yeah. I need more seal judgments. I need secret tunnels. I need Nikolai Carpathia. I miss him. I need them to talk about will we shoot someone in the fucking face yeah. if they get to the mark of the beast. Yeah, exactly. I need to hear that conversation. We've got to get to the mark of the beast. Please. That's gonna be later though, because isn't that like midway through? I don't yeah. think they, the mark of the beast stuff happens. Yeah, mark like, of the beast happens halfway through. So. I'm so ready for but it. But again, like so much shit happens that the more it's way more interesting later. Yeah. Because they're because eventually it's completely illegal to be a Christian. Yeah, exactly. Which is, again, what my little book that I started was, like, inspired by. Yeah, so. It's illegal to be Christian. Every time they, like, <laughs> move from point A to point B is the world's most dangerous thing ever, which yeah. makes sense. So I'm so, ready for that to yeah. happen versus, like, 
Hey, Buck, do you want to go get dinner? Do you want to lick more cookie off my face? Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We mentioned it before, but patreon.com slash content hole is not only this podcast's Patreon, but also Jennifer and I's vague content creator Patreon. A good excuse for us to talk about, share uh, the things that uh, make us happy, that we like to... Uh, squeeze our dirty brains out mm-hmm. upon you. I um I hosted a intro to K-pop music videos night for our patrons, and yeah. I think people were really into it. And in fact, it might be about time to do another one. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't remember if we did a bonus episode for April because we did like a a real bonus episode, right? Yeah, so I, feel like, I feel like I feel like we owe us the patron Patreon some stuff. So yeah. I I will we'll ponder. I have a few ideas. Yeah, we have things. we have a and again, I think we want to absolutely dig deeper onto some of these left behind stuffs and put yeah, cause well, because there's this mix of like people want to hear it. And come on, man, it's, you know how it is. We gotta make money. But like, yeah. there's a part of it too, is we don't wanna put everything out in the feed, not just from a like FOMO perspective, right. but from like a readability perspective of the yes, show. Yes, exactly. So like, there are some things about Left Behind that would maybe work for the main feed, but we should probably keep them on the Patreon feed for tidy's sake. Yeah, but I. And it'll make more money. Let's go. <laughs> but I will say like overall, I mean like the book club episodes are always gonna be free, and I think probably a lot of like cool research ones unless too. uh the, the uh rapture happens and then it's illegal for us to oh, put these out oh yeah well then we'll have to go underground mm-hmm. so um we'll, so we'll, we will have to ask for your money yeah and then it'll it's be gonna pirate get, radio situation it's gonna be so fucking expensive but we're gonna go full-on evangelical mode that you're gonna love it you yeah know? like yeah. i need to pray for you with this cloth and the, the fucking nile we're gonna start um selling colloidal silver yes yes in uh we promise you we promise you if anything MREs. too fucked up happens we're going to get more fucked up. Yeah, we're going to lean into it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We're going to become preppers. You, you, um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like preppers that blow up bridges and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, you follow us on Twitter, me at Tim Lanning, Jennifer at Jennifer Cheek. You can follow the show. We don't tweet a whole lot, but no. it's we do read the well, ads. Twitter sucks ass Twitter these sucks days. Ass. It's not as good, so it's just like whatever. Yeah, uh, it, but it's at well, – let let, I always say it wrong. I think it's Trib. No, it's right there. Pod. It's right there. Oh, my God. I've, 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 I put I, it in there for you. The future. Uh, <laughs> Twitter.com slash TribFarsPod. Instagram dot com slash TribFarsPod. We literally never check no, that I'm one. I'm sorry. I don't um, that. And then if you want to send us an email, and we do check those every now and again, even if we don't mention your wonderful emails on the show, at tribulationfarce at gmail.com. It has, we've gotten a lot of really good ones where we mm-hmm. like, hey, we got to pause and like let us read your entire long-ass email because it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. And uh, we're, we're super thankful for that. We're super thankful for the Patreon. Super yes, thankful for the, the listenership. Um, but that being said, we are a new podcast that is about uh, something Christian. And very niche. And very niche. And we explicitly think that religion should be banned. And we <laughs> we say the F word a lot. So we do need help. yeah. You should, like, tell cool people online about our podcast. Please. Because, like, I feel like this is something that people would like. Because it's niche, but niche in the fun way where I think, like, anyone would like it. Yeah, right? exactly. Because it's, like, a subculture. That, exactly. Because, like, a lot of your friends who didn't grow up this way are like, what the fuck? Exactly. No, it's like, either you like it because you grew up that way and it's cathartic, or you're like, what the fuck is this? Right, exactly. So, um, if you're doing that, thank you so much. But uh, uh, we're going to turn the screws lightly, hoping that the rest of you do it, too. Please, 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 please. please. That's 
the number one way to spread the word of the good word. Proselytize. Proselytize. Proselytize about tribulation farts. Bruce out here doing it. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah. Raper's about to get fired from his job. Doing yeah. It. What? You're not getting fired from your job doing As a pilot? It? Yeah. Whenever you listen to our podcast, you should take your headphone out and be like, is it okay if I listen to this? And everyone's like, what? What? <laughs> It's like, well, ever since I started listening to this podcast, my mm-hmm. life has been so much better. If you're not pulled into HR for listening to this show, you're not doing <laughs> what it right. What are you right. doing? And that is very true and not a joke. I'm not kidding at all. Anyways, uh, we still don't have a convenient sign-off. Bye. Bye. We said like a thief in the night. I don't like it. Oh, you don't like that? I mean. Pretty good. Jesus Christ, real name, no gimmicks. I've created a holiday because nobody wants to see Jesus no more. They want to save your unchopped liver. So if you want a savior, this is what I'll give you. A day when bunnies lay eggs that I call Easter. Twelve apostles and four gospels. No eye can pull off the impossible by not becoming a fossil when I'm six feet deep. I pop out of the ground and hook you up with some peeps. Now this looks like a job for me, even though they crucified me. Don't you know that you can't kill me because there'd be no Easter without me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.